0: of the Butterfly Evolution show. Rodney and I want to thank you all for joining us tonight for choosing Butterfly Evolution, just for simply hanging out with us. So thank you. Rodney, how are you?
1: I'm good, Tammy. I'm good. Other than some minor uh, internet connections, I'm, I'm good. I don't know what's going on with my computer tonight, but, you know, it's all good.
0: Oh, yeah. Are you not able to log on?
1: No, no, no. I'm, I'm in now, but for, it took me about a good 12 minutes. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah, it always, it's all
1: good, though.
0: I'm having hunger issues. I am hungry, so you guys don't have to excuse me tonight because I'm eating and doing the show. i just
1: <laughs> keeping it <the> real. <rest. laughs> Nothing wrong with that.
0: I ran out of time, so here I am with my plate beside <laughs> me and my <laughs>
1: in
0: front of me, so... Thank God for doing your own thing. But um, so you guys are good in Virginia.
1: We are good. The rain has gone. The sun has come out. Life is good.
0: It was just a simply beautiful, beautiful day here today. It was, I believe, 70 degrees, and um it was just absolutely gorgeous. I got a chance, as I told you earlier, to... Get on the motorcycle and ride down the way, and it was just—it's always just so fulfilling because it's just like it's you and I don't know, just you and the, the 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 nature, I guess the the air, you and the air, me and the air. So um, <laughs> we had just beautiful beautiful weather here today. It was really really nice. So always good to have that. Um, <clears throat> we'll get. Moving right along, just want to remind everyone the chat line is open. If you have not uh excuse me, registered as a follower of the show, please do so so that you can follow us there on the chat or through the chat line as well. You can send questions, uh make comments there as well, but do register as a follower of the show if you have not. Do it anyway, not solely for the chat room. Just register as a follower of the show if you have not. And you can do that by creating um, a use, a new username, password, or you can do it through any social media aspect, I believe. But I know you can do it through Facebook, Just which just means whatever your name is on Facebook, the name that you use there is the name that you will appear. Um, you will appear the same as on the Butterfly Evolution radio show. So, And for those of you who want to call in, the number is 818-691-7406. Again, 818-691-7406. If you have a comment, like to make a comment, have a question, select the number one. We'll pull your call in or identify your call by providing the area code and the last four digits of the number that you are calling from. So we hope you have some information or some things to share with us tonight. We had some some great feedback last week. Um, as, I'm sorry, week before last because we were off last week. But we're coming back basically for part two of this, uh, the reality of love. And uh, I think we, we covered quite a bit last week. Um, and I think this week Rodney and I want to take it a bit further, a bit beyond even relationship because so often I think when we think of love, we we think of it in the sense of, Relationship, man and woman, in, in a relationship or, or or whatever these days, but but we think of it in the sense of that relationship. Um, but love is is certainly greater. Matter of fact, the word says it's the greatest of them all. Um, and in even in knowing that that the word says that is the greatest of them all, how uh, i would would like for us to personalize this. How do we perceive love? how do we show love? Do we show love? What is our perception of love where did where did it where did it come from? um Is it possible to change that perception? Does that perception need to be changed and then and again, like Rodney said on the last show, the reality of love is different for for everyone because of I believe you know the Circumstances that that of our own lives, uh, what we were taught, what we seen growing up, what we didn't see, um, and then that perception of that that has come from a place in our own in our personal lives. So we're gonna we're gonna broaden this thing tonight. We're gonna uh, move it out a bit. So as we prepare to move into the show, I want to remind you guys of our trash can baby and and. It is so important that we continue to to change and transform, or maybe transform is, is is the better word, but I say both of them because as I as I transform, I'm realizing that I have to I also have to change. I have to. You can for me. I can't say how it works for anybody else. And I was sharing some things with Rodney today that I'll share tonight as well. Um, it's just the more I feel like I'm at a point now where I've outgrown me. And and I'll explain that. I'll, I'll explain it because I think love has a lot to do with that, loving yourself. And I feel like I have to catch up with my transformation, if that makes any sense at all. It's like I'm at a level where I don't. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that may sound a bit crazy, but it's my crazy. Like I feel like I have to catch up. I don't know, i got to move. I I have to move from some places. I have to change some things. I have to take action on some things in order to get to that place. And so I think that comes from uh, a different level of love uh, for myself. Even with loving ourselves, I think we get caught up, and it's distorted because the way we're taught, I think it moves us away from loving ourselves first. And we can we can take that back to the word as well, and I feel like that's why we're missing relationships we're missing connections because we've commit we've missed the connection with ourselves, which will uh also cause us to miss the connection with God and then certainly people that's why you we in my opinion the family to me is just done. The, the the sense of family, the love and the connection within within a family. So, um, I had a lot great great a lot of great conversations today. One with you, Rodney, and and, and another one as well. So, and it was, it's amazing because it all kind of came right back to this topic. But quickly remind you to move those trash cans and and allow it to remind you, um, for the need of change, the importance of change. But as you move your trash can, we want you to move it from A to B, and preferably one that you you use frequently. Move it to a new location and then monitor how often you return back to the location that you moved the trash can from. In doing this, again, this should just allow you to, to get a glimpse of how how our mind just keeps up with 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 everything like we have this 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 box i think this emotional box that um we we ha- we keep and it's full of all our, all of our stuff and then those feelings are um those feelings come from that and then our reactions, our responses, come from those feelings. That feelings that come from those emotions. Sometimes emotions that we never deal with, that we try to suppress um, because of the pain, because of the hurt, because we don't want to deal with it. So move your trash cans. Make fun of it. You know, play games with it. If it's if it's more than you and your house, keep a chart of how often you return back. But again, allow that to Send you into thought process about how you may be living your life on cruise control, in cruise control. You're just cruising through life. You don't have to think anymore. Um, you don't feel like there's need for change because you're just stuck. You're on 70 and that's, that you, you don't ever have to slow down and you don't ever have to speed up. And I'm not so sure that that's a good place to be. Just imagine driving and never thinking that I'm gonna put it on seventy. I don't never have to, I don't ever have to slow down. I don't ever have to speed up. Impossible. You're gonna eventually um, you're gonna eventually wreck. You're gonna have a crash. And I think that's what we're doing. So, um, I'm sorry, you guys. I guess somebody writing it just may not be you. I think somebody else is having problems getting on. So let me see what we got here. <laughs>
1: I think mine I think there was a virus um trying to attack my computer, at least that was the message that I got.
0: Really? Okay. Well, maybe it's um I just had uh someone email me about the show. And we're on, so I don't know what that's about. Um okay, well Rodney we'll get started. Anything you wanna share before we move on and into the to our topic for tonight?
1: uh no, not really uh nothing to share, but you know w- when we um <clears throat> but i i I do think that um you know where where we left off last time and what and you even uh touched on it a little bit just now, I think we have to remember when we start talking about reality or when we start talking about love, we have to remember that everyone's reality is different and it is different because of uh because of experiences is different because of the way that we were brought up. Um, And so, you know, we, we, we have to remember that when when we start thinking about, you know, what's real to you versus what's real to me. And then, um, you know, when we think about the relationships that we have with other people, um, you know, whether it is a coworker or, a spouse, or um, you know, people, anyone that we that we interact with, I think we have to remember that um, when we when we when we're dealing with people, because um, what is right for somebody else or what is right to somebody else may not necessarily be the same thing for me. And if you if you look at the misunderstandings or the the um, you know, I guess the Conflicts that you have with other people If you Think about The root of those I think it will take you back To um, What Definitions Mean to them versus what they mean To you like the definition of love To someone else May not mean the same thing when it Comes to you and that's why like we were talking earlier, um, you know that's that's why it seems like there are more divorces than there are than there are marriages because people don't take the time to get to know um not 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 just about the other person, but people don't take the time to get to know you know what other people believe and what they stand for. Um, or the signs are there, and they don't pay attention to them um and so then it leads to uh, just unhealthy relationships with other people and so I think that we have to keep that in mind and then you know just just recognize that you know we 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 are all different in some ways, and we are all similar in some ways it doesn't make. Me right and you wrong, it just means that for the most part, you know we we are just different. you know I think um you know, when people talk about you know um, you know whether it be at home, whether it be at work, church, I think people get um, inequality confused with differences. And it may not be that you are une uh, that you are um, not at the same level or that you're unequal um with somebody. It could just mean that there are differences could mean that you know men and women are great in their own regard, not necessarily that one is higher than the other or one is better than the other you're both here for a purpose. And so you have to keep that in mind that it is your job not to be the best, but it's your job to be the best at fulfilling your your purpose. Whatever that is. And so that's where I'm going to uh start back over to you Tim.
0: Well, I now mean, I was thinking about this as you as you talked um uh, more so about the definition of love, it it just dawned on me that like everything, um we may know the definition of something. I think we hit on this a little bit today in a in a different aspect, but what about the act of love like so there's a definition there 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 are, we have words, and we have those words have been defined, but when it comes to putting action to um or understanding, maybe we'll start with understanding what love is, so that from that understanding, you now know how to uh, you know how you now know how to put forth the proper action that um, this, that truly helps define the word. So, for instance, if if no one knew the word love or had another word for love with the same definition, but a different word and they saw us in action would they then be able to define this word that they use for love would by through by and through our actions and we I think mm. we're so great at defining things but again putting action to because based on what the word says love is the actions therefore should 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 put meaning to that word, should bring life to that word. I feel we've become so self centered and self seeking and in need of of so much to complete us. So we think that we have this need to be completed and we think that it's someone else's job, whether it be mother, dad, father, sister, brother, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, that we feel that it's their responsibility to to feed to know what to feed that deficiency or that hunger. But how can someone else know what you need or what to give you um, or what you're allergic to, even in, in the sense of love? Because, again, like you said, we all come from different places, different parents, different households, different perceptions. We we have a perception or a reality of love based on our lives. And to think that someone... um. Even someone, even 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 Brandon is my son, but I he is not my property. So even my perception of love would be different. I can raise him, but he can grow up and have his own perception of love that is different from mine. But it seems like um, the minute that someone steps outside of what we believe, our perception, what we think to be true, or even what we think we need, now something's wrong with that person, and now if you're in a relationship, now something's wrong with the relationship. And, Rodney, I am reading a book called The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz, um, and I'm going to read just a few, four things that, that, that's on the back, and it says The Mastery of Love Includes. One of them, the first one is why domestication and the image of perfection lead to self-rejection. Um, the second one is the war of control that slowly destroys most relationships and that's a that's a strong word there the war of control that slowly destroys most relationships. why we hurt for love, why we hunt for love in others, and how to capture the love inside of us. the last one how to finally accept and forgive ourselves and others um, and this is what the book is supposed to cover, that and some more things. But it also, this just means and says to me that like everything, it starts and ends with us. You cannot love if you don't first love yourself. And, if, and I'll go a bit further. If you don't understand God's love and realize that God is love, and if we claim to be who we say we are, and 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 I don't want people to think that you have to be this uh, stepping stone either. To exude in love to 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 give love, to be open for love doesn't mean that you have to be a doormat. Totally the opposite. When you love yourself and you're willing to love others, then you're willing to give it to them straight. You're willing to keep it real because this is the truth shall set you free. whatever that truth is, but be open to someone else's truth as well, especially, when you're in a relationship With people And that's any kind of relationship Rodney back over to you
1: Tammy I want to go back to what you just said About control <clears throat> And I think that I think that When we start talking about control um, People do that for, for different reasons And one of them being Low self esteem I think And it is it it is not your job or your responsibility to control another human being. When God gave man dominion over the earth or over over every living thing, he did so other than another man or woman. Never gave man control over another human being. You can be somebody's supervisor at work, you can be somebody's leader. In an organization But You are not here To control Anybody When Even when the Bible Talks about Submissiveness It's not about A man Controlling a woman It's not It's not about Him um, You know Being the boss of her It's not him um, Telling her what to do Or like you know, coming to America when he was like barked like a dog, you know, like that that that's that's not in any shape or form love. If we believe that God is all knowing, all powerful, um then God can make us if he wanted to if he if he wanted to he could make us do anything that he wants us to do however he gives you a choice because where is the profit in you making somebody do something there there is there there is nothing in that and if that gratifies you then you have an issue and you are confusing something with love and the two should not be because you you, you 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 can't control other people. And I know a lot of times, you know, people look at me strange, you know, even a few weeks ago when we were talking. And I was saying, you know, that's why unless what you are doing impacts me or somebody I care about, Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Because I feel like if if I'm trying to if, if, if I'm if I'm sitting here judging you, why am I upset? Could it be because I can't control you? No, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and judge you. I'm not going to sit here and get frustrated or, or upset about things that I have no control over. And that's why you know, and I'll and I'll use the example again. That's why if somebody just decided they wanted to go out here and buy one of these uh, sex dolls, that's that's their prerogative. I love you enough to respect your decision to go out and do that. Is that something that I would do? No. Is that something I approve of? No. However, that's your choice and that's your right. You are not harming me. But, see, we we get upset and we get so frustrated to the point where it starts stressing us out, it starts impacting our health, it starts impacting our decisions because, why, I want you to live a certain way and you won't do it. I want you to fix my chicken the way that my mom fixed it and you won't do it so we have a problem. I want you to take this route to get to the destination, but instead you want to go this route. So now I'm mad. I mean, if you think about the things that we get upset about and bothered about, most of them, in the in the grand scheme of things, they really don't matter. They they don't matter, or they're not that big of a deal, or they're they're not game changers. They're not life changing. But we get mad. When we can't control the situation But Where's the love in that Now If it is life or death Yeah I'm going to I'm going to step in If You're doing something To negatively impact somebody I care about Now we have a problem But other than that Go right ahead Go right ahead Because I love you enough to let you make your own decisions. Now, if you're a child, that's a little different, I think, because it is my job as an adult to teach you the right way. I still, you know, may not, even if it's my child, may not like your decisions, and I'm going to teach you that there are consequences and there are rewards, But even then, and I tell my students this, when they say, I'm I'm here because my mama made me, technically not. Your mom is like, you know, if we we really want to get down to it, your mom can't make you do anything. And anybody who says that, ooh, like, yes, she can, well, why is it that you have not obeyed her in every single thing? Why? Because we were all born with the power To make our own decisions So If you are In a situation Where somebody is controlling you And it doesn't mean Because they're telling you what to do If Somebody's words or actions Constantly Dictate Your reactions Then It's something that you might want to look at Something that you might want to think about because we sometimes give people power over us because they're not doing what we want them to do or living how we want them to live. And the last thing I'm going to say before I turn it back over to you, Tammy, is this. Um, last thing I'm going to say about control is forgiveness is a powerful thing because... Um, When when you think about forgiveness, and, and my last pastor, you know, he used to talk about this. When you don't forgive people, they're hurting you twice because whatever they did to you, that hurts you the first time. No matter what it is, it hurts you. But when you don't forgive or you don't let go of whatever they did to you, now that person has control over you because you can't let it go. So don't give anyone power over you. Don't be. Don't try to control anybody, and don't let anybody control you. Tammy,
0: Rodney, I'm going to start right where you ended with the forgiveness. I think so often we think about forgiving others. And the last thing that I, number four of the things that I covered, the Mastery of Love, that is, that's included in the Mastery of Love, the fourth one is how to finally accept and forgive ourselves and others. And notice ourselves is first, is before others. I think there's so many of us caught up in um, unforgiveness. For ourselves based on choices that we did make or did not make in the past. I think a lot of us feel very uh, condemned and convicted here in the present about things that they cannot change, will never be able to change. And, and, and it is the best quote I think I've ever heard about forgiveness is like some, some, giving someone poison, giving someone else the poison and expecting no, you taking the poison and expecting someone else to die or to be, you know, Earth. to be killed from. To me, that's one of the best quotes because we do that daily. Unforgiven, unforgiveness of self before anything. Because beyond beyond that, I don't think you can have a, a successful relationship with yourself, with God, and especially with others. And if you look at, just stop and take a look at society society today, the state of society, when I tell you that there's so much bickering amongst people that should have gotten it by now, gotten it enough that they turn around and pass the torch and give it, like young blood, here, here, here is what I've learned and here is what I went through. And if I could, if I could save you from running in that 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 building that I know you can't see is burning. Now that being said, people have to 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 be able to take advice, or should be. I won't say have to, should be able to take that advice and say, you know what? I don't have to go in that building. I trust my brother or my sister enough that I don't have. I'm going to pass that building by. I'm going to keep walking. But we are not. Um, Adult enough even even in in relationship and love, I remember thinking a few days ago you have to be a straight up adult to have a relationship. I mean you got to grow up you got you cannot be like a child, even though the Bible says that we should not it comes a time where we should not we should not need milk. we should be ready for some food and it, and and that's what i mean it, being in a relationship. is is of any kind. I mean, when I I say relationship, a productive, healthy relationship where one person is allowing the other to be, to evolve, to move beyond and become on their time, in their time. And again, it doesn't mean you become a stepping stone. Because when, when you have to, when, like Rodney said, in a sense, when you have to be the stepping stone all the time or if you have to minimize yourself for a person to be able to or to feel um, loved or meaningful, that's an unhealthy relationship. But we fool ourselves because we've not forgiven ourselves. We accept things because we've not forgiven ourselves and moved on to a place of love for ourselves so that we can now receive it. We're caught up. And nobody, love cannot, let me say this, let me rechange this. It can come, but it will not stay. Nothing will stay where there's not a foundation for that, if that makes sense. Love can come in your life, somebody can come in your life, and they can love you dearly. But if you don't have a foundation, an understanding, a knowing, a definition, a healthy one of what love is, I love you all day and all night, give you everything you want and need, and you at some point will lose it all because it's not grounded in you. It's not, it's not your perception of this thing. It's distorted. And so, again, it starts and ends with us. You cannot change anyone. You should not want to make anyone exactly like you because how can you? If we're not at a place where we know ourselves enough to make better choices for ourselves. And that's from A to Z. Then how can somebody come in and add to your life when you are consistently taken away from your life by way of your thoughts, by way of your mindset, your emotions, your reactions, rather than your responses. Because a lot of people are doing that. We're just going through life reacting based on feelings, again, that's based on emotions that come from a place that we have never, or I'll say this, that we've tucked away because we don't want to deal with the reality of who we are. And it doesn't matter who you are today. And I'm going to say that so I can say this. It's who you are willing to become. The acceptance that you have for knowing who you are today so that you know the route, the recipe, the ingredients of what you need to become who you want to be, who you were created to be. And Rodney, it's like you and I were saying, There's so we talk so much about God, so much. I, re, I remember telling my cousin a few weeks ago, and he, he was saying, Cousin Tammy, life is too short. And I said, no, baby, God is too good. You can live the shortest life and have the greatest impact. Girl. You have people that will live a lifetime and miss all of it. You can live to be 100 years old and never give what you were put here to give because you never quite took the the time to get it, to even get to know who you are enough and to be accepting of that and then live in that. Everybody wants to be somebody else. Everybody wants what the next person has. We won't let people be, even in relationships. We want to domesticate. We want to control. We don't want to forgive. And so how, how, how do we expect love to exist? How? We have people getting married. They get caught up in the one day. And then as soon as they're in, they're out. And out doesn't always mean they're divorced. They could be out just in the way that they are living with each other. And and so and all it says love is the greatest of them all. It says it's the greatest of them all. Even greater than your faith and your hope. So you have all the faith in the world. You can have hope that is like none other. But without love, so it's like love is the root is love is the knowledge of it all the knowledge and the understanding of it all. So maybe that's why prayers are going seemingly unanswered. Maybe we're getting by on grace and mercy. Back over to you right
1: now. Tammy, I have a question for you. Okay. So let's say someone was... um, let's say someone was, was was raised um, you know, by their parents and they were given uh or whoever raised them. Let, let let's say that, you know, somebody was raised um with an understanding that um I don't know, let, 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 let let's say a, let us say a person was let I got it. Let's say let let's say a man or woman was um, was hurt in mm-hmm. a in a relationship right but they never healed from it and then they went and had um they went and had a child and then they passed on um or raised that child out of the hurt or the pain from from that situation and so let's say they 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 raised their 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 child to, um, you know, always be um, on a defensive and, you know, kind of raise them to, you know, uh, have up a wall because, you know, they didn't want their child to grow up and, you know, be hurt as well. How can people get around things that they may have been taught or ways that they may have been brought up in That may not necessarily be Beneficial to them Like let's say they have a um, Let's say they they, they have An opinion About love that isn't Necessarily um, Beneficial for them But they don't know One they don't know that You know something is wrong Or they don't know how to get around it How can they Move past Something that they may have been um, brought up to believe.
0: I, I I think it goes back to a number of things. Um, first of all, we have to get out of the mindset of of uh, thinking that we are we are our past, we are our parents, that we think like our parents, that our life has to be like or whomever raised you. Whomever or wherever you, you got your perception from, it comes a time when we grow up, when we when we have no more excuses because our life is our own now. And I'm not saying that it's not more difficult; it will not be more difficult. And the reason I say that, Rodney, because I I see people who come from seemingly and no, there are no perfect parents. I'll say, and there's no perfect home but if we if we size these homes up in these parents everybody puts so much emphasis on two parent homes and um the things you know the size of the home the number of cars the number of things we have and you can have all of that and miss love you can have you this you can i used to find it so strange and not that i had the perfect home either but what we did have is love. What we did say is I love you. What we did try to do is we tried to respect each other. Even to the, this day, to to now, I don't I don't ever recall being on a phone call with Brandon and not hearing him say at the end I love you or I'll say it. And so no, not we certainly didn't have a perfect home. I wasn't the perfect mother, and Brandon certainly was the, wasn't the perfect child. But he knows he's loved. And in spite of that, in spite of him knowing that he's loved, again, he's not been the perfect child, and I've not been the perfect child. However, it comes a time when you are responsible for your life, you are responsible for knowing what you need, what you want to become, what your purpose is. As a parent, it is our responsibility to help children Determine that and then help Them grow that but let's Just face it that's not happening That's not happening So if it's not happening in the home It should be somewhere Along the way the neighbor the Aunt the uncle the sister the brother but Again you got people who are so In in such a Drought of their own till they're not Able to give it but I think it all It comes back to knowing God to loving God and getting to that point where your life you're down enough to where you want to come up, and it's nobody's excuse anymore and and there's no, there was nothing harder for me to realize or accept other than than this um that I am responsible for where I am, and I don't remember where I first heard this or who told me this, but I remember saying that's a lie. Like, you are responsible for where you are and who you are. When you accept that, then you are able to change your life. When you're not looking for anybody to give you what you need, and you're also not looking or feel the need to blame anybody anymore. So, yes, I think it's difficult, but I can't give people an out, not even a child, because you have children. I was watching an episode where this, this young girl had been homeless since the age of 16. And you guys may have heard about it. I wish I could remember her name. Homeless, in shelters, since the age of 16, had had a bad upbringing, childhood. This young girl made up in her mind what she wanted from life, what she wanted to give life. So if someone comes to me and say, well, you don't know how I had it, well, baby, Regardless of how bad you had it, I can show you someone who had worse who had less and who made it through mm-hmm. so it becomes a choice and I think that that people will people use their their upbringing their lifestyle um what they didn't have as an excuse but really when it when it comes down when 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 the tire hits the road it's it's about your determination in becoming and knowing and knowing first, knowing who you are, knowing what you want, knowing what you were put here, or having enough in you to pursue it, it becomes, it, it's all on you. So I can, I can, all I can tell that child is, I know it's hard, I know it's difficult, but are you worth it? Are you worth what you want? Do you feel that it's worth the action that you need to put in? And a lot of people just don't believe that they're valuable. A lot of people don't. They'll, they'll talk the hype. They don't love themselves. Because, again, love is, is action. If you want to know if you love yourself, have a, have surgery on your life tomorrow your conversation, your thoughts, what you spend your time, where your heart is, what you let people do and not do to you. It changes. And when you love yourself, what you allow people to say and do and to control you changes. No one has authority over you anymore. You give up the need to be accepted by anyone I am who I am. You like me, you love me. You don't, bye bye.
2: <clears throat>
0: and so it's just it's a matter of we got to grow up. We got to teach these kids today. Somebody has to teach them Ecclesiastes 12, where it says, "Remember the Creator in your in the days of your youth." Somebody has to start teaching that and tell them, "Baby, had I did that, I may not have been." in the wrong state at the right time or the right time in the wrong state, whatever. We put ourselves and allow ourselves in situations that that god, god never intended for us. I hear people say all the time, well, you know, God God that's God doing. God yeah, God can be like you said, Ronnie, he can be in he he can be in everything. But I don't feel that some of the things, that a lot of things that we end up in, that God has led us there. I, sure. Much of it has to do with my choices or lack thereof. My not knowing enough, again, all on me, to make right decisions, better decisions, I'll say. And to see the truth for the truth. Mm.
1: I hope I answered. I think no, no, no. You did, you did. And I think. Um, I mean, I agree with the things that you said. I, I, I think that um, it is it is a difficult um, thing to overcome. Um, but I think a lot of that has to do with fear. I think the reason why we we don't challenge um things that we were that we were taught or things that we were told I think a lot of uh, a, a lot of that has to do with fear. I think that you know when we when we grow up um or as we grow up and we we start to see that something is not working um for us maybe it maybe it did work for mom and dad, but it's not working for us. And it's not that it's wrong. It's just that sometimes we have to evolve. And I think that um, even if you don't completely cut it out, sometimes we need to just modify the things that that we were taught or the things that we've been told. But I think that we're afraid to do that because we're afraid of what people are going to say. We don't want to. We don't want to disappoint anybody. We don't want to let anybody down. And so that fear keeps us from making the necessary changes, um, you know, in our life. Even when it comes to who we decide to be with, you know, um, a lot of times that is controlled by family. Because if I if I take this person home, then you know it's not going to be approved. Or it might be approved, but I know that, you know, deep down there are going to be some issues. And so I think we have to remember that eventually you are going to have to answer for yourself. We all are going to have to answer for ourselves. So whatever your reality is, make sure that you can live with it, And make sure that you are prepared to answer for it because at some point you're going to have to. You're going to have to deal with your own reality. At some point, like Tammy said, you are going to be responsible for the choices that you make. And the first person you're going to have to answer to is yourself if things are not going how you want them to go well the first thing you should do is ask yourself why before you go and ask anybody else you know and I, and, and, and that's why I like I'm not opposed to counseling but i think a lot of the answers that people either find or are given a lot of times we already know the answers we just can't accept them. Don't get me wrong. I think we uh, I I do believe that we learn from other people. However, I think a lot of times if we really sit down, take a step back, and think, I think that we find that we'll find the answers that we are looking for. Because I think sometimes you know, the the answer is there the whole time. There are lessons to be learned in every experience. Are you paying attention? Do you understand how and why things happen? And if you keep finding yourself in the same predicament, At some point, you you have to evaluate the situation. You have to evaluate your role in the situation. How did you end up there? You know, how is it that you got to a point where you can actually see it? You know, we, 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 we have to become reflective people, you know, I think one of the um, one of the greatest examples is, you know, uh, of of how we, you know, can't be or aren't always honest with ourselves. If you ask somebody to tell you certain things about other people, they can usually run them off a lot quicker. Than when you ask them things about themselves We can usually Tell you everything About other people But we can't tell you too many things about us We'll just say things like Nobody's perfect Or I know I need to Need to grow Right but we can't give any specifics But when it comes to other people We can give you the whole rundown Because we're always judging, or being critical of others. We're all. It, it's a lot easier to look without than it is to look within. Mm-hmm. It's always easier to say, you know what? There's something wrong with everything outside of me. But it's hard for us to take a look inside and say, Yeah, but there's some things wrong within me, too. There's some things wrong internally. And then we look within us and we focus on the things within us because those are the things that we can control. Those are the things that we should be praying about. We should be praying for changes within us, not for external things. Because either you already if either you already have it or you have the health and the strength to go out and work or go to school or do whatever you need to do to acquire it in us are the things that require work and effort on our part. You know we you know we spend a lot of time trying to. Change or control other people. Mm -hmm. But it's impossible. Because you can't, even if, even if, let's say, you are riding somebody's back about something that you want to change. Let's say it changes. You didn't do that. Because that person. Had to want it First But The person we have control over We don't spend enough time Working on that person Because if we spent more time Working on ourselves We would actually see the world around us A lot different We can change our lives Just by changing our mindset And so I think that as we continue to to, to focus on reality or the reality of love, you have to understand that it all starts with you.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: It all starts with you. It all starts with learning who you are and then, Working on those things that you know and you can't say that you don't because if you keep making the same bad decision, at some point that should tell you, hey, something's wrong here, even if that is how you were raised. If you keep finding yourself frustrated or upset or in a bad spot, something should eventually tell you, hey, this area of of my being needs some work. Like, how do I keep ending up in this place? How do I keep ending up losing people? How is it that I've now been married five times? How is that? Ask yourself these things. How is it that You know, I don't have one person I can call my friend. How is that? Why is that? Ask yourself these things. And I think that, you know, we also have to stop getting to a point where we're afraid to learn new things. Or we think that because we're a certain age, you know we're just coasting to our funeral. No, as long as you are living, you should be trying you should be trying to, to change. You should be trying to work on yourself. because the reality of love is you need to love you. Because whatever is in you is what's going to come out. So if that so if love is not in you, love cannot come out of you. And it's going to impact the way that you give love and it's going to impact the way you perceive love. Tammy?
0: Oh wow, you said a lot. Um I'm gonna to try to go back. Um I'll start again where you ended. And I'm gonna say this. The the reality <laughs> To answer the question or to, to stick on topic here, the, real, the reality of love, as Rodney said, is that you love yourself first because you're you're going to only be able to love someone, anyone. You're only going to be able to receive love from someone as much as you have or do love yourself. And received that love from yourself. We all are looking, I think most of us, I'll say all, we're looking to be accepted and to find meaning from this world or for, from others in this world, especially those who we say that we're in love and we're in a relationship with or those within our family. It's like we expect things from people that we have, that we're not given. So if you're expecting this certain type of love from someone because of, their title, but at the same time, you are not giving it based on your titles or based on who you say you are or based on what you say you expect of this love. So we're out looking for it. The reality, love, number one, is so far from what we think it is. We think that it is this perfect um, or it makes things perfect. Yeah, if we learn how to put a definition or to put action to that definition, then I think love is healing. Love does change us. It changes our thoughts, even starting with us. If I learn to love myself better, I'm going to change my thoughts. My thoughts about myself, about my life should change because the type of love or the definition that the word uh, puts to love, it, it can only change you. And then from that changing of you, it will only change life, your life, the people around you. Because when you exude in love, when we start to live love and to give love and to be love, life has to change. Your circle will change. You will lose people. You will gain people. You will learn more about yourself so that you're now willing to learn more about the people that that remain in your circle Or come into your circle Because like Rodney said If we look within If we start trying to figure out our crazy We will learn that I have no room to judge your crazy I have no room to try to define your crazy What, what I can do now is say not, And not so, so much as say I can understand that we are the same we are the same people on the same journey trying to make it hopefully to the same place while we exist in this world. And we cannot, and that's why I feel like so many of us are not, we're existing in this world, we're here, but we're not, we're not living. Ryan and I was talking today about how we want so much stuff, people want so much stuff. We need so much to define us. We need the big house. We need the big car. We need the title. Um, we need the man on our side, whether it's working or not. We need the lady on our side, whether it's working or not. Regardless if I'm happy, I need the, the big job. And for what? What is it to gain all of this but your insides you can't even enjoy it because you're so broken? You're such, in such bondage until you get in the Mercedes and you feel like you're walking. But as soon as you get out, you put the smile back on for the people, <laughs> for the people who feel just like you do, like I'm getting all this and I'm working 10, 12 hours to maintain this, to keep it, but never really get to enjoy it. You know how many people have the 7,000 square feet home homes and and not they're not home long enough to even enjoy it? because they're working to hold it up, does that say you love yourself? Does that speak of loving you or is it you're in love with what the world, what you want the world to think of you? Are you in love with the perception of being of, of, of being classified as, I made it in this world? But see, this world is not our home. Or at least it's not mine. And whatever I gain down here, Means nothing, cause it's not. You guys are not gonna put it in that casket with me. And I, I haven't seen anything saying that the, whatever you gain is gonna float up with you. You know they say we're gonna be taken up. Okay, is it coming? The car, the Mercedes is gonna be behind me on the side of me. Absolutely not. So whatever you're getting from love at this time is what's in you. Or, or it's at a point where you, you cannot receive anymore because you don't think of it in that way. You don't believe that there's a higher level of that love that you deserve, that is there for you. And that's what we mean by it starts and ends with you. Wherever you are, whoever you think you are, starts and ends with you. You can have Prince Charming come in your life and give you everything you ever wanted, ever thought you wanted, didn't know you want, and it will be good only for a while because your mindset, your thoughts, your heart is going to go back to fear, fear of being hurt. The fear of love doesn't work. You're going to get caught up. This is not possible, especially for me. You're going to go right back into what you know, your perception of love. And that's why you have to define it for yourself. And you first have to be accepting to it and be willing to give it. Because it's, it's, it's a great thing to be loved, but it's a wonderful thing to be so free And be able to love without expectations. And that's where I want to be. I want to just be able to love people without expectations. Love you, again, don't mean I'm going to be your stepping stone. Certainly doesn't. Doesn't mean I'm going to let you come in and change my energy. Doesn't mean I'm going to be okay with everything you say. But it means that I can accept you without trying to domesticate you. I can accept you, but I don't agree with you. I don't agree with everything, every perception, and we shouldn't. We shouldn't. Things and people don't change if we are always agreeing when we don't agree. So when are we going to just show up and be who we are? And as it relates to relationship, Rodney, I think that we start out, we we start out in this false. We start out falsely, if that's the word. We start out giving people who who we think they want us to be. And so then, as time goes on, the real us show up. And now this person or both people are like, wait a minute, this ain't going to work because this, this is not who you were. This is not what I thought I was getting. It's like going to buy a Mercedes and you find out that they just put a Mercedes emblem on it. It's really a Hyundai, <laughs> Toyota, whatever.
2: But if you went
0: to buy a Mercedes and you found out, hey, this this really Toyota made this, Honda made this or whatever, and they just put a, a Mercedes sticker or whatever they put on it. But you paid the Mercedes price. And you've been riding around feeling like the world because you thought you were in a Mercedes. But, hey, it really, it really wasn't, it's really not And so where does a relationship go from there How does a relationship grow When you start out thinking you have this But it really wasn't this Because What it really was is I'm just doing what I think I need to do And I'm being who I think I need to be For this relationship But if it's a relationship Then where are you going to go Where's the real you going to go As it grows, where are you going to go? Or what is he or she going to do when the real you shows up? When you really show how fearful you are of love, how jealous you are, how controlling you are, how if you want chicken tonight and you want a hamburger, no, we are doing chicken because it's what I want. Where before, you were willing to compromise. So... It's it's us. Every problem, every situation, every circumstance in my life today, I take responsibility for. I may not have created it created it, but I sure did feed it. I may not have created it and I'll use it for cooking. You know, you can say I'm on a diet and you can go in there and cook cake. Okay, you can cook a cake because that's what you want. But if I'm on a diet, you're not making me eat that cake. I choose to. And when I choose to, I can't come back and say, well, you shouldn't have cooked it. And that's what we're doing. We're blaming people. It's somebody else's fault. And as long as it's somebody else's fault, you will never, we will never do anything about it other than complain and justify our actions. We have a reason to feel this way. I have a reason for being here. I have a reason for not being open to love. I have a reason for my thoughts. It's her fault. It's his fault. It's the way I was raised. Is what I saw when I was being raised. No. I'm not a child anymore. I'm responsible for me. I'm responsible for the people that I allow in my life. I, I'm responsible for what I let them see of me. And how they see me loving me is how they're going to love me. And if they don't, they shouldn't. Get to a point where they know, I can't can't continue to do this with her. It ain't happening here. She's not allowing it. But we're so hungry for the very thing that we fear, which is love. We're so hungry for it that we're willing to play with it. Let me just get a taste of it. I don't want the whole thing. Let me just taste it. Let me just get a little bit. So that I can start this thing all over again. I can go through the process. I can make it what I think it is. It's going to hurt me. I know it doesn't work. So let me just play with it. And then I'll start over again with a new guy or a new girl or a new friend or a new whatever. Because what I'm really afraid of is being hurt by it. Although I want it. Although I know I need it. And Rodney, you and I were talking today about how we got people now, and and I just I won't say just women. Um, I think men have some men have fallen into this. Although I do hear more women saying, "Oh, I don't need a man. I don't want a man. I don't need one. I don't need this. I don't need that. I don't need friends. This and that." That's 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 crazy. Because we weren't built <laughs> for that. We weren't we weren't put here to be in isolation. To not have friends, to not have connections, to not be in love, to not find someone to do life with—we weren't put here for that. And that's just thats just—that's just covered anger, covered pain. Who doesn't want to be loved? Who doesn't want someone to do this life with? What you're saying is, I don't feel that someone exists. I don't want to work at it. I don't want to change. I don't want to have to think we bought up, let the toilet seat down. And I'm just using that because it's it's, it's really a small thing, but do you know people will actually have, feel some kind of way about the toilet seat being up or down? That up or down. If it's down and you need it to be up, put it up. And if it's down and you need it to be up and you get mad, then take a look in the mirror and say, you know what? This is not my world. This is just not my bathroom. This is not just my house.
2: That's
0: self-centered. That's self-seeking. That's That's self-satisfying. That's me, me, me. That's narcissistic. That's egotism. Me, me, me. Something that small. That's because there's, there's already something missing within you in your mind that may not have anything to do with anybody else. They can see you as the most perfect person. But something that small sends you somewhere because there's something else. There's something else deeper than the toilet seat. And typically that thing has nothing to do with the person that has left it up or down.
1: Back over to you, Ryan. Tammy, I found this article, and I just uh, I want to read the whole thing, but I, um, I do want to share some of it. And it says, we have all been in love with what could be instead of what exists right in front of us. It's a hard concept for some of us to realize, and sometimes it is even tougher to let go of that concept because it becomes so real in our lives. In my last relationship, I never realized the type of love my boyfriend and I really had. I thought we had the passion, that connection everyone dreams to have, but looking back, I realized that that false image was holding me on to a love that was not fulfilling my needs. I was in love with what could be instead of what really was. I love the idea of what we could be because my boyfriend sometimes reveals small glimpses of an amazing potential relationship, even though about 80% of the time it was not a positive experience. I fell in love with the idea of those glimpses. I imagined that if he just did this or if he just changed that, everything would align and be perfect. Two years later, I found myself still in love with those ideas with more and more tears because it never became what could have been. I told my friends about the simple things he did to show he cared. Since they were rare when they happened, I wanted to prove that I had a great guy, regardless of what they thought. In reality, those little things should have happened regardless. They should not have been rare. In a way, I was trying to prove that my friends were wrong about my boyfriend and simultaneously convince myself that I was right about him, too. I was trying to justify staying with the guy I love, despite the fact that he only showed that he loved me part-time. If you ever find yourself justifying your man's actions or not wanting to share the truth about things he has said or done, chances are you, you are in love with this could-be. If you cling to every good thing he does until he does something else nice or brag-worthy, chances are you are in love with the could-be. I think that at least at one point in our lives, we all find a connection with someone who makes us feel something special, so we stay. But we stay for all the wrong reasons, and sometimes it is only because of what could have been. When we love someone, it is easy for us to ignore what is missing and hold on to what is there or what could be there. It is our nature to want to see the best in people, and being in a relationship is no different. In fact, relationships may make the natural response even worse. The love of what could have been is something that blindsides so many of us. You will not understand this concept until you finally realize one day that maybe what you have been dealing with is just not for you anymore. This is hard to realize because in the presence of intermittent good stuff, it can feel like a premature failure. You truly believe that if you hang on a little longer, all those could-bes will become real life. Then another year passes by without any change. When do you decide to stop? When does reality finally outweigh the could-bes? I, for one, took a long time to realize the difference. However, when I overcame my fear, I was able to leave a situation that never satisfied my needs or what I really wanted and needed from a relationship. And I think that goes back to what you uh, were saying a little while ago about people and materialistic things. Um, And in this article, she talked about um, the could-be's and the possibilities and not accepting her reality. What was in front of her face wasn't what she wanted or was it or it wasn't what she was looking for because she had reason to believe that you know the potential was there. She stayed in the situation longer than longer than she she wanted to, or longer than longer than she should have. <laughs> At least that's what um she eventually came to in the end. And so I think that we have to when we talk about you know the reality of love, I think that we have to be honest with ourselves and know what it is that um know what it is that you want know what it is that you need, and then make sure that you are getting those things but not but but not only that make sure you are also giving that in return and you know it's a it's a tough balance. Just because we're all different, and so it you know uh, you know we ha we have to be selfish enough or not selfish that's that's not the right word, but we have to be uh, we we have to look out for ourselves, but not to a point where we take away from other people, meaning it should be it should be the same on both sides. You should be getting back what you put in. And if you're not, then you have to ask why. It could be just, you know, people do things differently, people, you know, love in different ways. But if you are getting absolutely nothing out of it, maybe it's, because of what the other person is doing, or maybe it is is because of what you're doing or what you're not doing. But that's something that we have to take into consideration. We had a couple of uh, comments in the chat room, Um, and it says selfishness has absolutely no place in any relationship. Um, And then it says uh, love is so beautiful when it is reciprocated. I often call my aunt saying that she would live in a cardboard box with my uncle that stuck with me for thirty years. They've been in love for fifty five years and I think I think that word reciprocated is is powerful because it should be a, a, a two way thing. But again, where you are in life Will determine what you put out and what you take in.
0: Tammy, um, Rodney, I want to want to say this. Um, you know, I think we get so caught up, and we've touched on this a little bit on on love being this perfect person that was made specifically for us to fulfill to know our 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 wants and needs and to fulfill them beyond our very own expectations which are usually wild. Um and I think and I think I've 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 come to know or, or to, to just realize that it's it is it's so different. Love is really a choice that we make um in in a state, hopefully where we've we we've defined love by the way that we love ourselves we we define love by the way that we love others because we love ourselves first, love self first and i I agree with our 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 chat room um, you know it's something special to to be love, but it's it's something more special to love the person that loves you and that person loves you just because you've met at the right time at the um, at a time in your life where you you're ready for love. I think even to get attached to the person. Is dangerous because people come and go. I mean, you can, you can, you can. Two people can make the choice to love each other with intentions only, loving each other for a lifetime. But we all know people come and go. Life happens. Um, things happen. People can. You can. You can love someone today that has all their limbs that that have, you know, all their body parts. They can lead today. And come back a month later with one leg. Does that change your love for that person? Does that change your choice to love that person? And if it does, now you got to ask yourself, who are you, and what is love to you? Is love um, that person with two legs? And so, when we think about love, I think the The only place to go, I won't say the best place, the only place to go initially is to the word. Then after that, within. And then go out so that you can successfully say, I choose this person to love. And then beyond that, because you can choose the person to love you may not be that person's choice and you both can choose to love each other and that person can wake up and say you know what i don't i don't choose this anymore but if you've become attached to the person now your life your life is forever changed in the sense of now you see that as love you define love by that Person's um, choice to say I, I no longer choose this, and and it's possible from that point forward you're going to um, not give your all. But when you attach yourself to love itself, to the love, and your choice to love, and not the person, I think that's when it becomes a beautiful thing because, again. You could be deeply loved by someone that you don't love. You can deeply love someone that chooses not, that doesn't choose you. And now what? Are you adult enough to say, hey, this is life, this is not love. This is life, but I won't define or make decisions based on this. I won't make decisions about love, based on this circumstance, this situation, this occurrence, and that's what I meant when i say you gotta you gotta grow up to do this thing, you gotta grow up to even be in a relationship you gotta grow up, you gotta let people be and choose to love them through that being, choose to accept them the good, the bad, the toilet seat being down the the trash can. I'm trying to think of small things that people, you know, the shower curtain not pull back or the clothes on Sox the floor. Socks
2: really
0: cool. yeah. <laughs> the I mean, but seriously, we say that and we can laugh. But people seriously go to bed angry. Angry. Because they had to let the feet down or up. I had to pick up your socks. Pick them up. Maybe they just walked away with intentions to come back to get them and something happens. Pick You got to learn to pick battles in love. Because if everything becomes a battle, where is the love? That's control. That's domestication. That's some stuff going on inside of you. But to be loved is one thing. But to, to have what it takes to love... Is on a whole nother level So while you're worrying about Does he love me Or does she love me And is he proving it Is he showing it Or is she proving it Or is she showing it You have to ask yourself How am I in this area Where am I in this area Am I giving This person That I'm expecting so much from Am I giving it Am I capable of giving it consistently? Am I capable of the unconditional love? Am I capable of being patient? Am I, am I capable of all those things? Am I willing to listen? I came across this thing, about 10 ways to love, um, and one of the things was listen without interrupting. How often do we do that with the people that we love? Speak without accusing Sometimes we are, I have already accused Before we speak That's why our words come out like they do With the attitude It says give without sparing I found it here Pray without ceasing Answer without arguing Share without pretending That's a good one Share without pretending This also gives Bible verses I'll post this later I may have posted it earlier But share without pretending. Enjoy without complaint. Trust without wavering. Forgive without punishing. That's a good one, too. How often do we say we forgive, but it's in the back of our mind, you know. If I picked up your socks this time, I may not, I don't know, I may just leave leave them down because you've made me mad in another area. Things like that. Promise without forgetting. So we have to ask ourselves, if if what we want out of love, are we giving it? Are we capable of giving it? Because you may be wanting something from someone that you you don't know how to give. And if you don't know how to give it, guess what? You won't know how to accept it. And if you accept it, it's only going to be for a while. Because... People usually don't stay where they're not wanted. Same people. So if something comes in your life, you may attract it because deep down you want it. But if you don't have the foundation for it, if you don't have the the, the solid and the correct material and foundation for a house that's being built, the house is not going to stand. So someone can come in. We said this earlier. Someone can come in your life and love you With everything that they got with the most purest definition of love, they can define it through their actions. But if you don't believe it in your body, mind, spirit, and soul, you will not hold on to it. So maybe that's why there's so many divorces. Adding to the selfishness, the egotism, the self-centeredness, the me, me, me. Maybe at the end of the day, we just really don't believe in love, and we're not really capable of giving it. Yes, you can define it, and we can say all day, love is patient, love is kind, and all of this. But those are actions. Patience is an action that, that, that we have to do. And maybe we're just not willing to do. Maybe we want more of the doing for us than we're willing to do. And that's hypocritical. So back over to you, Rodney.
1: I think that as we as we start to bring uh, the show to a uh, close, I think um I'm just going to kind of recap the things that that we've talked about because I think um, I think there have been some some good things to take away from the show um, I think that you're right tammy that that we have to start with ourselves um, because until we until we get ourselves together um and, and granted, I don't mean, um, you know, that you should not uh, start a relationship with anybody until, you know, you are, you know, this ideal person, because you might just be waiting for a very long time.
0: Great point, Rodney. great but, point.
1: But I think that we need to um, at least <clears throat> get to a point where, we are at least comfortable with who we are um, with our successes and our failures um, with our, you know, good qualities and our bad ones with our with, with our faults, um, you know, get to a point where we are at least comfortable with who we are and then at that point try to interact with other people or, you know, just, just let things happen naturally because, again, we're not going to – I don't think we're ever going to be this ideal person, um, but you can be the ideal person for somebody else, and they can be ideal for you. You can find somebody
2: <laughs>
1: who is a good match for you because – you have um, enough things in common that you know will help you guys to get along but you will have enough differences to help keep you guys balanced and I think you know that that's one of the things that, that we should look for but you're not going to look for that if you don't even know where to begin, or you haven't quite figured out where you where you come from, or where you're going. And I think that, you know, that a lot of people don't have any sort of direction, and so they they ask somebody to get to to get in the vehicle with them, or to come go with them. Now you just have two lost people because one person didn't know where they were going in the first place, and then the other person didn't have sense enough to figure out that they didn't know where they were going. So they just just hopped in and and went along for the ride, you know. And so I think that we have to look at um, relationships and love in the same way. Um, Know who you are and then know who you are dealing with. Because you're going to be fine as long as everything is going well. You're going to be fine as long as, you know, you haven't had an argument yet. You're going to be fine as long as somebody hasn't done one of those little things that you talk about, Tammy. Everything is going to be fine. You're going to be fine as long as you don't live together. You're going to be fine as long as you don't have to share anything. But what are you going to do when things come up? and you have to deal with it, then what? Do you want to problem solve with a fearful person? Do you want to try to problem solve with an insecure person? Do you want to try to figure things out with a selfish person? Do you want somebody else to try to do those things with you if those are your followers? Because a selfish person and an unselfish person are not going to come to the same conclusion. A confident person and an insecure person are not going to have the same answers. And if that is your reality, what do you do? How do you handle that? What do you focus on when you have two people on two different paths, but they're in the same vehicle? What do you do? It's impossible. It's impossible for the same car to go in two different directions at the same time. And you, and so we have to treat our lives that way. We have to think about where we're going and who we're taking with us. We have to think about what what our next move is and who's gonna be making it with us and so the last thing i'm going to say is as we as we leave this 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 conversation tonight instead of praying and asking for things that you're either going to get anyway because it could just be a natural thing Or it's something that, you know, you can get just by going out and working every day and saving your money or taking out a loan. Instead of asking for those things, instead of praying for those things, pray for things that are going to help you be better to yourself and things that are going to help you be better to other people. Because those are the things that we were charged to focus on and to pray for in the Bible. Those are the things that are going to make it easy for you to ride in a Toyota the same way it would be for you to ride in a Bentley. Whether you go home to an apartment or to a four-story mansion, No matter where you are, you should always be the same person. No matter what you have, you should always be the same person. And me, you were touching on that earlier. You should be the same person. No matter what's going on, you should always be you. And so the reality of love is that love is real. Mm. It's a matter of how real is it in your life tell me anything exciting coming up?
0: oh gosh, anything exciting coming up? good question um yeah, it is it is I <laughs> am preparing for and I actually did um something that i don't I don't even like doing <laughs> but I did my video today um, about my up-and-coming 30-day Miracle Morning Challenge. I'm starting Thursday. I have my vision board here, my action board. I have my Law of Attraction journal that I purchased about a week ago. Um, I'm giving up some things doing this. 30 days I'm probably going to be the meanest heifer on earth doing this sun for a few days <laughs>
2: um
0: as i as i um just i'm i'm gearing toward um a healthier lifestyle not just one thing um i plan to eat better Exercise I'm pretty good at already, but uh, I plan to do more, even more of that. <clears throat> um, I won't be watching TV. For those of you who know that I love, 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 love Sonic Ice, I am giving up Sonic Ice as well. I'm denying my flesh, the things that I have have made myself dependent on. I won't be watching TV, which I don't watch a lot of TV anyway, so I don't think that will be... Difficult as difficult as the ice and uh, my fried chicken, that kind of thing. Um, I'll be doing more reading and just more soul searching, more um, tuning into what we've talked about tonight. My my internal self. Um, I want to go in, and I'm I'm going in, and I'm going in deep. Because as I said earlier, I feel like I've passed. My transformation has passed me, like it has left me behind. Um, oh gosh, Rodney, I didn't share this, but real quick, I did tell Rodney today. I said, you know, some strange things have has happened, like yesterday at church. And again, you guys don't take this the wrong way, but if you do, that's not on me. It's on you, because because this is this is where I was yesterday, and this is where I'm gonna be after you feel bad about it. But. Um, <laughs> Just, <laughs> I mean, it just is what it is. I'm just I just don't I, I hate to use the word don't care anymore, but it's not my issue what offends you. Um, I can explain it. But beyond that, it's on you. Whatever. So but but yesterday and uh and the Sunday before that and I did share this with uh the Sunday before I shared it with 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 Tasha, uh, and Bo, the songs some of the songs that they were singing, um Just did something to me It made me feel some kind of way Like I found myself Changing the words My now Or the now I'll say it But maybe for the the sake of of this show And and how we talked about Letting people be I just changed the words And I don't remember that song But I remember it was something like Today Like if you're, if you're, you're kind of saying What God has done or, or where he is, but I'm bringing it into the presence. Well, most recent song was the Come By, I guess that's the name of it, Come By Here, My Lord. And I found myself saying, <laughs> he's already come by, y'all. He's been here. He don't have to come by anymore. He's been here. He's still here. He's never left. Like, let's let's get over this song. Come by here. He's been here. <laughs> and so it was just like, that have began to just, like I need to go into this, this, I just need to, to be in touch with God in a different way. In the awesomeness, in the pure awesomeness of God and knowing that he did, if he never does another thing, he did more than I deserve. He's given more than I deserve. But at the same time, it says that i'm to have life and have it more abundantly so i don't need to say come by here he's he's here he's been here he's never left <laughs> and i don't care to sing those little songs anymore i don't care to speak words or to put in the air anything other than anything other than those things that speak of who god is and how he purposed me what he purposed me to be, to, that he delights in me just as I am. He loves me just as I am. So I just want to, I just want to be in that state and get to a point where I, I stay there as consistently as possible. Um, So that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm going to be quiet during those 30 days. I'm going to listen to God. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to pray. I'm going to go in my war room. If you guys have not seen my war room, if you live here, you should come by and see it. I have a war room. I'm going to stay in there. I'm going to sleep in there some nights. And I'm just looking for more of God. I'm expecting more of him. And I know that he expects more of me, and so I want to get to a point where he is so into me that I can give more of myself through him. That's the most exciting thing that, that I have coming up, and I think the most important thing that I have coming up. I'm, I'm excited about the days after the 30 days because I want to make this a lifestyle um, as far as my eating habits, um, Feeding my mind, body, spirit, and soul, creating oneness with those things. I don't want my mind to be telling my heart something different. I don't want to feed my body things that don't feed or nurture my heart and my mind. It doesn't give me the energy to become who God created me to be. Because all those things matter. They play a great role. Heart in our lives of being with the energy with uh all of that, so I have prepared for this I'm so excited, I mean really, you guys, if you saw the room I'm in now, you go like this girl has lost her mind, I got things everywhere um i'm gonna I'm gonna have st- whatever it takes for me to get through these next thirty days I'm going to do, so you guys keep me in your prayers because I'll need it uh. I already know I'm going to need it, especially with the Sonic Ice. Y'all just don't understand how much I love Sonic Ice. Um, that's going to be my biggest challenge, in getting up um, at 5 o'clock. I'm, I'm, some days I'll be getting up at 4, um, but for the most part, two days I'll be getting up at 4, and the rest I'll be getting up at 5, doing my thing. So if you have prayer requests, let me know. I'll I'll add them. Um, but don't ask for anything that you're not willing to put action to. I'll, I'll I'll say that because I think I'm praying in vain. If you're not ready to act, you know, even with love, we take love as we think love is a feeling, an emotion. It's action. Show me. You can tell people that people I love you every day. Show me you love me. Put some action to it. Put some feet to it. Put some hands to it You know, the best I'm sorry Is changed behavior You can say I'm sorry a million times And do the same thing And I'm sorry you're not sorry It's just you It's the way you are So That's that's my thing that I have coming up Um, We're going to continue to do the show I'm going to show up every Monday for the show I think I'll be greater, I'll be better um, Because of the silence Because of the time that I'm spending with myself and with God, so I want to catch up with my um, with my actions, with my reactions, with my thoughts, because I'm 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 starting to scare myself sometimes with just not getting caught up, and sometimes just my um, talking myself out of things that that I want to do that's wrong, that I know like I I want to do this, <laughs> thing, but I. <laughs> But I find myself not doing them because of where I, where I am and where I want to be. So, and and that sounds like a crazy life. But you guys, if life is not a little bit crazy in that area, then you got to question yourself: Are you really? Are you really chasing transformation? Because this is some kind of different, uh, especially for women. Uh, I'm gonna say that and leave it right there because we are different creatures. Right, I and mean, we didn't touch on some of the things that we talked about earlier, but but that's okay. They'll come up in some some other way, shape, form, or fashion. I Maybe agree. we can thing down to the way women love and the way that men love and perceive love, because that's that's different as well. And so it's also about understanding the difference, the difference in men and women, and what how men. Receive love and what they need to feel love, like they're loved or don't need, um, and what will run a good man who loves you away, and the same with a woman, because even to those little things, there's some differences that 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 are life changing. You know, I know I had a conversation today, and I'm like, I don't want to be, and I don't want you to. Con- I don't want a man to feel I'm equal to him because I'm not, and I don't want to be. I don't want to play that game anymore. I don't. Some stuff I just want the man to worry about. My heart's not made for that. It's just not made to take on some of the things that I feel I've taken on in this life. And some of them by choice. I don't want to play that game anymore. I want to be this little delicate lady. Delicate. And I want the man to see me as that delicate lady. One that he has to protect and nurture and love her as Christ loved the church. I don't, want to, I don't want what the man wants. I don't want to do what he wants to do. I don't want to be who he wants to be. That's my choice. And I don't need a woman that hears this to, to think that I'm saying that we are not equal and we are not as important as man. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm not a man. I don't want to be. I can't do what he does. I don't want to God gave him some things For him And he gave me some things for me And I don't want to cross over Now if the man want to teach me the things So if he has to leave my life That's a different story I learn them Prepare me But if you're here I want you to be that man And I want to be that woman So I'm going in you guys I'm going to come out better More knowledgeable With more wisdom more patience and a whole lot of other stuff that I need. So that's my my long version of what's coming up, Rodney.
1: <laughs> Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Um well I don't think we have anything uh going on uh coming up that is uh that is very pressing but we are gonna continue. Uh to do the best that we can uh, for ourselves and for each other, and uh, I, think, I, I think that's about it. So uh, next week, I don't know if we have somebody lined up for next week, but um, if we do not, we will be back next right, it'll week. It'll be you and time. I. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Well, you never know. We might, we might find a, a guest. Sometime during the week, you never know. Um, Yeah, the
0: lady had her son has the flu. She actually texted me while we were doing the show, and she we we were supposed to have one on someone on tonight, um, and it just didn't work out. uh, I think we'll just bring her on in March, though. Unless you have somebody or come across somebody, I'm gonna let it be just because I don't I don't want to interrupt my the start of my journey.
1: I understand, I understand Sounds good to me Well, I'm going to uh, enjoy sleeping an extra hour tomorrow Since I don't have to be uh, at work early Um, But definitely a great show Much much appreciated show Um, And thank you guys for tuning in Thank you guys for Uh, for being with us each and every Monday night. We definitely appreciate it. We can't thank you enough. Um, Your support is invaluable um, to us, and so we thank you guys. Please know we do not take it for granted. Uh, We really appreciate you, and we hope to see you next Monday night, same time, same station. Good night, everybody.